Hello and welcome to Holocron Entries, Explosion Network's Star Wars podcast. Today, we're doing part one of our discussion on Star Wars Visions. Not related to Vision, not related to Marvel. Instead, it's a heap of animated short films through Anime, Anime Studios? Anime, yeah, Anime Studios, that's what we're going with. So we're going to be talking about The Jewel, Tatooine Rhapsody, The Twins, and the village bride and then we'll do a part two for the offer five joining me for this ashley holder how you doing excited to be here care much guys it's like real nice to have a star wars podcast again it's been so long since older on explosion that uh i've been really hanging out to talk about star wars you know there's been some great stuff since um it's been a shame we've had no star wars programming since as far as i know well you know you could have been on those podcasts. <laughs> what, 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 what podcasts? What? Huh? The Mandalorians and the Very Bad Batch. The, the, what do you, guys, what do you mean? Right here on this podcast feed, Holocron Entries, ExplosionNetwork.com. Get your after show for the Bad Batch and the Mandalorian. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's get into it. So, first four uh, episodes. Overall, has it, oh, hold on, let me check. Has anyone else actually just watched the whole thing, or did we all just watch the four? I only watched the four. I, I watched the say, four. I watched the four. No, no, no. I only watched the four. Okay, I was about to say. <laughs> I, okay, we've only, we've all, I stopped. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, Ash, overall thoughts on just the general vibe of the whole sort of thing so far? I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying it so much that I kind of want. I want more samurai Japanese fantasy stuff. Sci-fi oh. fantasy shit, please. Thank you. Please give it to me. Very yeah. Good. I'm just digging like all the different styles and the weird stories and like um all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm keen to check out the other five and then hopefully we get more of this kind of stuff in the future. Like yeah. Cause obviously obviously it's easy to go I don't know, maybe we go different creators different countries that kind of stuff telling weird kind of star wars-esque stories but you know if any of these companies want to like do their own ripoff version i'll happily watch what if it's <laughs> bad though i don't mind i'll probably still watch for at least a while you probably would to be honest karen what are your overall thoughts so far this is some good shit like this is this is like top caliber <clears throat> Disney just throwing money at Japanese anime studios and just being like, or just anime studios in general and just be like, fucking just make it. Do what you want with the property. You don't need to feel the constraints of kind of what we've already done. Make your own non-canon stuff that could be crazy and wacky and pull from all different types of anime and Japanese culture and just, it just really freshens up um, Star Wars and brings a whole new kind of viewpoint to star wars i fucking loved it like even just like the opening episode had like afro samurai vibes to it even though it's throwing back to kind of more old school samurai tales in many ways and and ronin but immediately because i guess it just completely makes sense and i was thinking about this during the last episode that it makes so much sense because of how much um inspiration george lucas pulled for the jedi and the sith from Japanese samurai culture like it, it just fits so well and um you know I really am loving the 
the duality between episodes of how much episodes change and how different in contrast they are from each other um even just these four you know i would never say any of them repeat each other or kind of step on each other's toes they're all extremely individual um they tell their own stories and it's nice that they're just quick and simple and to the point there's no need for kind of excessive exposition there's just you know just reading into it as people watching this know star wars just make make anime of it and, and and let people enjoy it it's um yeah no it's really really fucking good yeah um i'm really enjoying it i think it's just a sort of breath of fresh air to get something that's just like weird wacky star wars things without any sort of barricades on um i love the idea of them you know being able to do stuff like this and even non-anime things just be like look it's not canon go crazy do whatever you want kill kill fucking chewbacca in episode four and i don't know you know like it's just it's like i'm not saying like do what if stories but you know just go just do whatever the hell you want doesn't really matter um so instead of just going by order episode order i thought it would be sort of fun to just throw it up in the air and go ash what is your least favorite of the first four Ooh. <laughs> um i think it might be the twins it's like that's the one that I had to go back and watch a second time because I kind of lost focus the first time. <laughs> Obviously, I, I still think it's really good. Obviously, you know, the story of two twins powered by the dark side and then, you know, like beautifully animated by Studio Trigger who's done stuff like uh, Promare, which was a big anime movie in the last year or so. Uh, might be I mean, this just, looks, this just looks like Kill What Kill, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did kill yeah, a kill. Even their time. character costumes. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of the Studio Trigger stuff seems to be pretty similar. Um, so yeah, I, I that's probably my least favorite one. It's like pretty standard story of twins like coming to blows. One's the good one, and one's the bad twin. You know, and you know, all those some cool stuff like using the lightsaber in the hyperspace on the. The ship, I don't know how they're all surviving out in space without any spacesuits or anything. That seems to be something that's kind of odd, but, you know, other than that, <laughs> it's all cool visually. <laughs> I like it how you... Your problem is that survived in space without spacesuits, not the fact that he rode on top of a fighter as a, on a ship as it went into hyperspace yep, okay. and cut, perfectly with his lightsaber, cut his sister's armor off, cut the ship she was standing on but she survived and didn't get any major injuries and he believes she's somehow <laughs> alive while she's in the vacuum well that space. makes sense <laughs> that makes sense just because of star wars bullshit with the force like yeah, that happened with luke and leia being yeah. like i can sense the other one it's yeah uh karen where would you I, I would in? i would say the twins only because i think the twins took a little bit long just to really get into what was going on and really kind of get into itself i think once the fighting started i was in and i and i really enjoyed uh triggers kind of combat animation and their style for it i just feel like the opening was just a bit slow for it and a bit um maybe too much exposition when I, I guess this was the first longer the twins was the first longer episode i believe I think like the other two episodes were 
we're slightly towards the maybe the more 10 minute mark like the 13 14 minute mark i think off the top of my head um and maybe so maybe just going into this one this one just felt a little bit more extended and a little bit more longer running um so yeah it just didn't feel as punchy as the two previous ones had um that made it the worst of a great four episodes if that makes sense like it wasn't bad like i still enjoyed it and got behind it it was just something has to be the worst of the four i guess so this is i'll put this as my second least favorite okay i guess your least favorite uh in a second after i give my two cents um so (laughs) so we just don't get too distracted but the um I I mean I like Shia Trigger stuff because I've actually watched a little bit of their stuff in general, but I just think that this just goes to anime, and it's weird though because if this was like an original, pro- if this was like original property type thing, all the weird wacky space stuff, maybe your my brain would be more okay with it because it's in a universe where they're sort of setting up their rules and boundaries or whatever else, and you're like that's fine or whatever. But because it's Star Wars and I have someone riding on top of an X wing and they. Yeah, perfectly cut this jewel fucking out of someone's chest and then their clothes explode. And (laughs) I feel like out of the first four, this is the most straight up, just the most anime. I mean, they do have a very similar moment in one of the other ones. So, you know, if someone. I don't think it's as bad. I don't think it's as bad. I think this is the most sort of straight up anime. uh, Anime? Anime? Animated? It's Japanese as fuck, yo. As I guess I'll it's, it's, it's anime. Freaking it's anime tentacle well. lightsaber arms. It was weird. Yeah. That was, yeah, was a lot of weird stuff. That was stuff. cool. Also, I um, thought Alison Bree's delivery was like a little bit over the top. Ah, this is a point that's interesting. So I watched all these episodes in Japanese. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was so, about to say, for people who, I guess, maybe say, the, so the voice card for the, the two main characters were Neil Patrick Harris and Alison Bree in this one. So. Yeah. Wow, that's a weird choice of actors this <laughs> one like that's really that's two really odd choices of actors for this more almost more serious anime episode that's uh sure all right do you want to try and guess my least favorite then and i'll tell is you your least favorite tatooine recipe correct yeah i can I understand that would- yeah <laughs> no, do you hate it the mo- like? What's the one of the things that triggered you was the fact that the lightsaber was a microphone. No, I just thought it was just such a like, just sort of a, a very empty story. Like it was just the most sort of like, f- it's got a very fun vibe. But I just thought overall it was pointless. So I d- I didn't I didn't really get anything out of it. Did you miss like the? No, I watched the whole thing in your. No, 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 no. In your growing up period, like your growing up period, in your youth, still, I'm still there. Did you, did you miss like Adventure Time and like the regular show and stuff like that? And like Steven I've watched, Universe. And I've watched and some. I've watched a few episodes of regular show. The rest of those programs, I've never watched in my life. Right, because this is very much like this. Because yeah. this was done by Studio Colorado, so this isn't a um, Japanese based. I think it's actually an American based. It says no, they're Japanese. They're, uh, they're Tokyo, Japan. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, they are okay. Well, Studio Colorado, Colorado, I think. I'd, Colorado is it Colorado? I read Colorado, but this is <laughs> for me. This episode was was more was less anime and more Western cartoon, if anything. With kind what of have that they done? That doesn't say. Well, there's done. A, they've done like a couple of Pokemon shorts recently, which you you can definitely tell by the art style. I think it fe- definitely feels like kind of they they definitely had the most cartoony art style. Like they're designed for like Boba Fett. It's like. 
cut a couple mm. of inches off him. <laughs> and you know, everyone's kind of short and that kind of stuff. Very cutesy. Uh, but no, they've done like Penguin Hideaway uh, and Whisker Away, both like on Netflix and that kind of stuff. So, Oh, they did a Whisker things. Away. Right, whisker okay, away, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, they worked on uh, Whisker Away. Well, where, where would this one be in yours then, Ash? This would be Theory. Yeah, okay. So we're literally just trading places. Yeah, they're, they're very similar. But yeah, I was I like the cutesy style and you know, it definitely looked different, you know, definitely looking into very a very much a separate area of the Star Wars universe, which we haven't seen much before, even though it's a setting that we've obviously seen before, uh, with certain characters that we've seen before. But like there's these kids that want to play music. It's like, wow, they have rock music in <laughs> in in the Star Wars universe as well. It's not just, you know, random cantina music, you know? Okay. I mean, it, it's a weird one. It's like, hey... Jabba the Hutt sponsors Hey, you. Jabba the Hutt, you gangster. <laughs> do you want to sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> and he does. <laughs> he does. Did they sing in English or was it a Japanese song? No, so they sing in Japanese. The song is about... Okay, so... I w- this song, this episode took longer for me because I rewatched the whole song in English and in Japanese. Okay. Because because I wanted to a I wanted to see what the English version was like. Um, the Japanese version like shits all over the English version, obviously because the song was originally written in Japanese, so okay. it just fits a whole heap better. And it just kind of I don't know. I'm I guess in general I'm a fan of of J Rock and, and Japanese music, uh, and I listen to it on a regular. Um. So I guess yeah, it was um, that kind of helped this episode. I like it. I would say I put it in the same spot as you know episode as three on the list. Um, for me, this was this was the the not serious one. This one reminded me of a Saturday morning cartoon, a more kind of just fun filled random anime that was just a lot it's more. Like kind if of- there was an episode of like Thor partying on planet Earth for like a whole week or something. Yes. Felt like yeah. That. Exactly. Yeah, feeling like that. Like exactly. It's it's I guess down to the art style, down to the story that they tried to tell where they included the darkness of, you know, this previous Jedi Padawan, Padawan. Yeah, Padawan, Padawan. Padawans actually, you know, they the ones that become Jedi because Padawans. they're Padawans. And but Padawans <laughs> are staying as Padawans. Padawans survived no. uh, Order 66. <laughs> yeah, Padawans definitely survived Order 66. <laughs> um but yeah, I still think you included enough Star Wars, but at the same time, it was just a a wacky, a crazy... Like, honestly, I feel like somebody in that studio was like, hey, I want to do a Japanese rock song segment in a Star Wars episode, and they just built around that. Um, Where's know, this rank it, on yours, then, Kieran? This was This is third still. Like, I still... Okay, still all this... I think there's something... Still. I still... I think it's still the same as Ash, where I think... I think the other two episodes just have a little bit more the, something special yeah. about them and they're like kind of stepping it up. But this one is just, it, it's really fun. Um, music's fucking fantastic. If you've watched it in English, please just go check it out in Japanese as well just to, to kind of see the difference. I'm going um, to sh- assume the rest of our rankings is the same then. Considering there's two episodes and I, I'm just assuming we all have the top the same. So um, yell out if, your number two isn't the village bride. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this one then before we get to what we've all deemed to be the best episode then. Um, so yeah, Karen, what do you think of the the village bride in which this sort of hidden Jedi, I guess. I, I think this back? is the one that does the most with 
Star Wars lore. This one, this one for me is, um, I think it's, it feels like it's written by somebody who knows Star Wars a lot more and a lot better and kind of uses the tools it has to kind of play around with it a little bit. Uh, I think like the inclusion of the separatists and like the inclusion of the original droids, um, kind of, and just the setting for it. I really enjoyed, um, I guess the, the character's name throughout the whole thing is just the masked woman or master girl. Wikipedia like, says she's uh, named F. F. Okay. Yeah. I think cause that's all the subtitles say, but, um, yeah, I think her story is really interesting and really fun. I like that she is the first outright Jedi that we've seen in this show. Like she is the first like kind of Jedi we've seen. I think her fucking, I, to steal a wrestling term for a moment, I, I popped so hard at her lightsaber design. I thought her lightsaber design was so fucking cool. Um, and, and just, yeah, just the, the story itself. I think it gave itself enough time to, take in the environment to build upon the world you know if we if we're comparing this to twins where i said twins takes a long time to set up you'd say this one probably takes longer to set up but i think it does it in a more encroaching way that brings you in and really pulls you into it and makes you want to listen and want to learn and want to see the the beauty that is the landscapes of of that planet um you know i i think this this episode was absolutely yeah fantastic Ash? Yeah, I definitely really dug it as well. You know, just the. I think the setup was probably more balanced. It's like, this is a very, like, pretty. It's a, a cliche story, you know? A village has been, like, uh, run over by bandits, whatever, you know, and they're going to take somebody as collateral, you know? And then the. It's all. I mean, it's not that similar to the other one we really like when you get down to it. Uh, but you know, I think you know. Obviously, F like really cool design. Uh, I really like. I think his name's Volvo. Uh, Valco, the the other explorer dude with the weird helmet. You know, um, you know they don't really do much explanation as to why she's there or how they know Just each hiding, other. Anything. I guess hiding after. I guess uh, hiding after or something. I don't know. That seems to be it. Yeah, you know. And yeah, this is one of the ones that like brings in a bunch of like <laughs> other stuff. And there's obviously that mystical, um, spiritual energy element to it that kind of makes it feel like it's more. Then obviously you got this wedding where everybody, you know, is super sad. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. And then you get that cool like face-off moment at the very end after they blow up the spaceship, like with the helmet. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is that helmet? And then it, like, Dude, dude's lands. helmet is just, he's just rocking explosive charges in his helmet. Like, mm. what a madman. Yeah, my, I enjoyed this one. I like the sort of, it's a very simple story. It's literally just, you know, coming out of hiding to save and planet and then go do something. Um, I guess all of these are simple stories in this whole thing so far. My favorite thing, though, was the fact that even though you know, Jedi is supposed to be able to like basically have super movement speed or whatever. As they, and the one time you see him ever do it in the movies is actually just in Phantom Menace where Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon just do that one moment where they like super speed down a hallway or whatever. And they never do it again in the movies. But in this, she has, um, she like clips her heels like it's got a jet booster in her or some, some shit like that. And so <laughs> goes for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this was really good. 
let's get to the one that we all, uh, yeah, we all think is the best of the, the original four. Uh, another very simple sort of story, straightforward story. But I guess it's just the reason this one stands out for me is the animation is insane and the fights and all that are just so cool and just the general aesthetic and everything else. And if you watch this, because some people may have missed the news when they originally talked about this, but if you like this and you would like more, there is actually a um, a book coming out. Yeah, like you said, like animation's great. I think especially to kick things off, obviously this is the first one. It's like obviously black and white. It's like other than the obviously the red lightsabers and that kind of stuff um, really stood out. And then obviously the very Japanese designs of stuff. Like the droid is like got like a samurai hat kind of thing all over him, and you know all the the, the village feels like feels like it's out of Ghost of Shima and all that you know all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it definitely definitely felt more samurai, Ronin, you know, Lone Wolf and Cub, or you know any of those kind of stories. Um, than any of the other ones and i think the i think it's the art style that makes it kind of stand out more than anything else obviously that black and white look and design yeah just the distinct character designs that i think also stand out more in black and white like there's no fancy details or anything it's just like stylized good animation nothing nothing fancy really no and then it's like you know is the runner a good guy is he a bad guy is he on board with this? Is, you know, he's not like an actual Jedi. We assume he's just like going around killing Sith. He's a Ronan collecting carbon. He's a Ronan, exactly. <laughs> he's, as Dylan would say, a great Jedi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is well, a, a soaker in is, a different skin. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, Karen, what do you think? Uh, look, pause any moment in this goddamn episode, and it's a it's a piece of artwork. Like it is a. It is a sell from a kind of any anime studio with just it's it's if you just pause and just pay attention to like the cross hatching detail that I would love to know the hours that got put into making this episode because holy fuck it is just so even though it's stylized and it's simplified in so many ways, it is almost the most complex kind of form of animation in Japan. Um I loved how the reds of the um of the the lightsabers looked. Um the story in general, even just you know, building that hype cool moment of you know, everything looks like it's going against the Ronin and then it cuts over to the teapot and the teapot starts to boil and it's like, "Oh shit," he said. He said, "Make sure my my uh my droid's fixed before the tea the kettle boils." And it just has like such a cool vibe to it. it you know, there's um the action, the animation, the the character designs as a whole. Um, there's, you know, there's nothing to not love about this episode. I think there is a very obvious reason why this is put as the first episode for the season, because this is supposed to be the, hey, look, this is what people are going to do with our IP if we keep giving these amazing studios an opportunity to do whatever they like in our worlds. It's, it's, it's... It's where you have to be, like, companies should be envious of Disney, not for the fact of they own so much, but more the fact that they have these amazing toy boxes that they can just give to studios and give them the backing and support to make something out of it. 
and make incredible pieces of art and pieces of media out of them. Um, I am, yeah, I'm really excited for, for this and really excited to, um, to, to see how it goes forward. Um, yeah, it, it makes, it's really exciting. Like, it, yeah, I can't say enough good things about this episode. My favorite thing is the fact that it appears that the Ronan doesn't turn off the, their lightsaber. It's just like, it's tilted like an actual katana. Yes. Just, yep. <laughs> it's like such a subtle sort of detail or whatever, but um, that was cool. Also, I, I was like, did, did did he get his arm cut off? But apparently not. It's fine. No, he definitely yeah, no. <laughs> it's no. Like a can't. The arms can't come off in everything. You know? Well, it'd just become a trope, you know. That's true. Um, yeah. Any anything we've missed? Anything you thought of while we've been recording that you want to shout out about any of the episodes so far? I'm I'm excited to see some to see you know so far in this episode it's been really interesting that you'd almost say all four episodes come from a different period of time within the the Star Wars timeline in general you would say the first episode is kind of maybe post um, episode like episode six the according to is- the description of the novel takes place in the old Republic period really because that was okay that's interesting. Because a lot of the designs were reminiscent of like kind of stormtrooper and empire designs, but they yeah. were just feudal Japan. Um, is okay, so that's that's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Ash, any, any final? No, I'm just you know keen to watch the rest and like get some cool designs. Was that like three headed dude from like the Tatooine rock band? Is that have we seen anything like him before? In because that, that felt I, like very no. anime, but you know, not that I recall. No. Very much a no. like a anime monster kind of thing. But yeah. Um. All right, we'll be back in a few days. Uh, by the time I publish this, yeah, a few days later, we'll have part two up of this, and we'll talk about the the next uh five episodes. Yeah, right. Yeah, nine episodes. Yeah. Uh, next five episodes. So stay tuned for then. Make sure you subscribe to Holocon entries. Check out explosionnetwork.com. And we'll see you there. Bye.